Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the HuffPost Politics Podcast, Commons People, with me, Graham Dominic, and Paul War. Just the two of us this afternoon. It's a post-Brexit special. Um, it's the afternoon after the the night before. Um, Paul and I are going to pick through what just happened. Um, we're just about over the shock, I think. Um, and then, maybe, yeah. the, maybe the markets aren't. <laughs> the pound is still all over the place. <laughs> exactly. The Dow's up and down like a fiddler's elbow. Um, so. <laughs> And I've, I've had virtually no sleep, so this is you know really this, will be to this win. Should be a, this should be a, a, a Sony Award winner, I would have thought, with <laughs> half the team and no sleep. Um, so let's. So that just happened. So that just happened, Paul. W- w- we kind of know what happened. We leave yep. the EU. That Indeed, is, that is it, happening. It's so big. It's so hard to get your head around, isn't it? I mean, yeah. today we had like as hacks. We normally have like we this morning we had four or five amazing once every three year five year ten year stories all in the space of like three hours yeah yeah a bit like the election that way but but on a different scale but it was phenomenal wasn't it i mean it was bigger than any general election yeah by a long way not just in terms of turnout but in terms of its importance for people that don't normally necessarily read everything we write but actually had a massive impact in the real world um and so as a result you've got not just the governor of the Bank of England suddenly saying, right, I'm going to inject £250 billion into the banks because they might need them. You've got um, not only the Prime Minister quitting, but having a very, very quick uh, leadership Tory leadership race, which will almost certainly end in Boris being Prime Minister. You've got... Um, Scotland's uh, Nicola Sturgeon standing up and saying, hold on, t- oh, yeah, just in case you need a bit more news, yeah. um, here I am. And it looks like we're going to have a, a referendum again on independence within well, two years. Well, why are, why are we so shocked? There was only two two options that were going to yeah. go on here. And all these things were possibilities. You know, if we, if we've, if we voted out, there was always going to be the fear of the market's gone to the yep. place, the camera would have to And quit. we were told about but, the fear, obviously. Absolutely. And and Scotland always said if they voted different if Scotland votes differently to the rest of the country and it's and, and the rest of the country's out, then Salmon. I think and, you've and put your finger on it, though. Why are we so shocked? And yeah. I think it's partly because, although um, he says immodestly, I have been calling this for this week. You, 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 can, you can vouch go, for that. Go back. Well, go back to and, podcast and, and, two weeks earlier. Indeed. It's there. It's there in record. Um, despite the fact that we, that some of us, even thought it might happen, when it really does happen, it's no longer a parlour game. It's no longer a sort of a bit of an academic exercise. Um, it's real, you know, yeah. real markets, real money and real jobs. And I think that gets to the heart of what it, why it's happened in a way. Yeah. The voters are a bit like us. Yeah. Uh, you know, you've seen lots of people overnight saying, well, actually, I didn't really realise this would result in that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I didn't quite twig that if I did vote leave that it would really happen. I thought, you know, Remain was going to happen, so I just had a bit of a laugh. 
this bit of a laugh, this protest vote has been much more than that. And yeah. I think that's quite interesting because the people behind Vote Leave, when you saw them today, when you saw Boris and Michael Gove get up and they looked funereal, they looked shocked yeah. themselves. At, like, what have we done? Yeah. We've got rid of a guy who's Michael Gove's very close friend in theory. He looked sh- cut up about that. Yeah. You've got Boris who spent much of his life chasing David Cameron in his coattails, finally getting what he wanted. And he, both of them felt they had yeah. to be serious. But I couldn't help thinking, seeing them both up there, look, there are two jobbing journalists who suddenly have amazing <laughs> power. It's me and you. It could, be, exactly. it could be us. It could be, it could be us. God knows what that'd be like. Yeah. Um, there'd be a lot of 90s music, obviously, under us. No bad regime, you know. Um, but I couldn't help thinking that this was an academic exercise that has now finally become reality. Yeah. And it's almost as if both of these guys, a bit like David Cameron himself, have been playing games with this idea of Brexit, this idea yeah. of Euroscepticism, that they could write one column one night and another column the other night quite easily, and it's just all about the argument. It's a bit like professional PPEs from Oxford having this tutorial, yeah. um, and at the end of it, uh, something real happens. Yeah, and 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 so why do we think it's actually has has happened? Is it, I mean, it, there's this sense of we've got we've got the kind of the, the North and the Shires against London and, yeah. and Scotland and Northern Ireland, and there can't be a coincidence that there is a, a geographical geographical split on this. I know a lot of people will read the stuff to do with um, young versus old, particularly yeah. on you know Half Post. We, we we picked up on that. You know the yeah. the, the older voters are, are, are clearly more um, in, in the out camp, and younger voters are, are more remain. And there's, there's going to be a lot of kind of um, uh, anger that kind of people, shall we say, who won't be with us for much much longer, yeah. are voting for something that will have an impact on people for for, for twenty yeah. thirty years. But but there's this this idea of kind of northern heartland, the Labour's northern heartlands in the north, and places like that that feel remote. You could you could apply that to the southwest of England as well. Yeah, places that feel remote from London and the metropolis and where the power is. Is is there a? Do we think there's a kind of a protest in that as much Definitely. as there's anything to do with, to do with I Europe. I actually think it, it's a class thing as much as anything else. I right. think this is, it's the working classes on council estates across the country, many of whom have not even voted in elections for a long time, yeah. finally being given a reason to vote. And what was the reason to vote for them? Good old fashioned English nationalism, something that they felt that they should be ashamed of. The white van man, right. classic Emily Thornbury stuff. You know, you should be ashamed yeah. to have a St George's flag outside your house. You know, this, the, these are the people who've been told you can't smoke in a pub. I mean, yeah. Farage is good on this stuff. Yeah, you can't yeah. smoke in a pub. Your, your fags are going to cost you twenty quid. You know, you can't really drink that much. Yeah, um, you can't have much junk food. And you know we're going. By the way, we're going to give you a zero hours contract so you can't enjoy your life. Um, you know they've been for too long. Every politician has paid lip service to these people, and yet in every election they haven't bothered to vote because they have felt no one's represented them. Farage tapped into that. Yeah. Um, but more than that, I, I, think I come back to this point about nationalism. If this. This referendum was really unusual because it forced people down this funnel and you had to go one way or the other. Do you choose Britain or do you choose Europe? And that's that wasn't on the ballot paper, but that's yeah. the way people saw it. And it's a no-brainer. They're going to be given an outlet to say, actually, I want to be British. There's something really important about being British, despite my crap life. Yeah. And I, I want to register that. And I think... And that's why I was calling it, because outside London... 
conversation after conversation was yeah. the same conversation with skilled working class people, with you know manual labourers, brickies, plasterers, plumbers, all saying the same thing. They weren't talking any of the stuff we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. They didn't care sovereignty. about, they didn't care about sovereignty. They, didn't, they really don't care about regulation, apart yeah, from yeah. the obscure sense of the word. What they cared about was a fear that someone was nicking their jobs, uh, the, you know the, the, yeah. the fact that someone was speaking a different language on the on the bus near them all the stuff Farage talks about um, and the fact that actually no one has treat, paid them any proper attention for ages yeah. particularly yeah. in safe seats where it's a bit like Scotland you know for years people have been taken for granted right, no yeah. one's knocked on the door and said actually uh, what, what really is the problem and how can we help you yeah Okay, so so I think this, that's the, a lot of the postmortem. Yeah, anyway. exactly. The, the, well, that's that's a lot of the. I think that that kind of narrative will kind of dominate for for you know yeah. the, this is a, a, a political question that everyone's going to have to wrestle with for some time. So we maybe stick to the kind of implications for the political parties of yeah. this. Um, you know, this is as you say, the big stories of the day weren't just we're leaving the EU. Uh, David Cameron's quit and Jeremy Corbyn's. Under under serious Maybe pressure. We mentioned that, yeah, have we? Exactly. Yeah. So 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 Corbyn under pressure is because he 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 was indifferent. He he wasn't performing. He was, and effectively a position that he backed in in areas where Labour should be strong. They've been absolutely absolutely yeah. thumped. So the so, great irony, though, of course, is that deep down. He has something in common with a lot of these people who've, who've voted against Europe. He's always been against right. Europe, but for different reasons. He's been against Europe for all the sort of airy-fairy reasons that actually most people on the council estates aren't that interested in. So yeah. he, he thinks it's undemocratic. Yeah, all right, there's an element of that. Yeah, but yeah. he thinks that, you know, um, there's not enough cooperation on climate change. Yeah, right, he thinks right. that, you know, there isn't enough a, a common refugee policy, you know. But, um, but for a lot of these guys, that's not why they were voting against Europe. It really wasn't. Would it have made any difference, you think, if it was a, an, an, an Andy Burnham, a kind of professional northerner or something like that, who was well, leading, we, leading the party? Or, 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 or are, they, are these voters just so lost to Labour that you could have put in a Yeah, I think that's you know, a problem. Flat whip it and yeah. it wouldn't have made a blind I, 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 I apologies mean, for that horrendous horrendous the thing is he, he is much mocked but Prescott had that clout with a lot of working class voters you know yeah. or he was he was working class made good because of his two jags but actually he did have a certain clout he was right. the yin to Blair's yang yeah. you know yeah. and you need that in any leadership you need a sort of partnership that says to people look we're a coalition of different classes. The only way you can get a majority in this country in a two-party system is if you appeal to all the classes. And you've got to have that spread. And there was no, there's no one with Jeremy Corbyn who's obviously got that clout, yeah. apart from maybe, what, Alan Johnson? But it looked like he was either frozen out or yeah. didn't get the quite sort of the, the airtime that maybe he wanted. Um, so... And also there's a, there's a fact that actually Blair does have a bit of responsibility in that he allowed in a lot of Eastern Europeans without really thinking through what the consequences were. Yeah. Um, and I have to say, you know, Brown, despite his British jobs for British workers, didn't really do much to help these people. Yeah. And so you, it, this is years of festering stuff, you know, and, you know, finally it was given a way to vent itself. And, and, what, and what's and the process now? So we've got Cameron said that he's not going to evoke 
uh, Article 50 until and October. I was waiting for you to mention Article 50, Graham. I, I know. Constitutional lawyer. This is where our few, our few <laughs> listeners tune out. Um, but that, that effect, effectively is, is, the, is, is firing the starting gun, isn't it? On, Very good. On, on kind of two years of, of, of up to two years of negotiations on... On, on, on how we get out. But and, he won't be doing that now, because yeah, um, basically he said, look, it'll be the new leader that has to fire that starting gun. So we have to wait now until October. So I think that's pushed back the date of real Brexit yeah. to 20, what, 18, late 2018 or something. Um, and so it, so and, and is that, that's is a that was a, was a kind of a, 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 a um, magnanimous isn't, isn't the right word, but is it was a, 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 a good gesture of Cameron to do that rather than kind of, because he was threatening to do it yeah, immediately. Yeah, I think he, he bowed to the inevitable, didn't he? Right, I mean, yeah. you know, this is a, a broken, wounded animal today, wasn't yeah. it, that we saw? You know, he, he choked up, you know, I love my country's yeah. voice cracked to that point. You have to have no heart not to feel for the guy, no matter which party you're in, to see six years of being Prime Minister suddenly end like that. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's, brutal. Yeah, yeah, it was very... Politics is a, such a brutal game. Um, but I have to say, he brought it on himself. We talked about own goals earlier, but, yeah. I mean, crikey, did he bring this on himself. You know, the tactical genius that is a Prime Minister who decides he can ruin his own premiership by handing... Uh, a referendum on something that he used to say was irrelevant, banging on about Europe, is, is extraordinary, really. Yeah. Well, he had his, he's always had his kind of reputation as, as, a, as a risk taker and a kind of lucky, you know, the, the lucky yeah. general, lucky manager kind of thing. And his, his luck just seems to have, yeah. have, have kind of run out now. You know, you kind of sc- scraped in with a coalition, scraped into number 10 in the first place. But he was very good at that essay crisis stuff. You know, yeah. scrapes in, has this brilliant idea of a big and open, generous offer to Lib Dems genius idea because he killed the Lib Dems in the process it yeah. was a cracking idea it got him and he targeted that killed the Lib Dems in the 2015 election by targeting them ruthlessly in a part of the world you know really well yeah um and then gets a majority so he's done everything right and the really strange thing about this whole Brexit that's gone on is that you've had a prime minister who's put so much effort all those years of his life as a young man into making the Tory party modern and to going through all that stress of getting elected. And then suddenly um, this idea that you can rip up the fact that there's a mandate from the people in a general election just a year ago, Everyone voted for, you know, he had millions of votes last year. Yeah. And that's all been completely overridden by this one referendum. So he's had to go. It's quite, it's almost like a coup yeah. against himself. It's bizarre. It is. And, and are we going to have to have another general election, do you think? I mean, is it, you know, if they, the, the, this is kind of, kind of almost Gordon Brown. Yeah. I mean, at, at another completely different level, but Gordon Brown becoming prime minister on the basis of no... Yeah. No, uh, a coronation, effectively. Yeah. I think it? Boris, I mean, if Boris does get it or whoever gets it in, in October, you've again got to think of the logistics. You know, they're going to be unveiled as, as Tory leader at the October conference. Even with the best will in the world, you're going to have a three-week short snap general election. That's not going to happen because you're going to be voting in November. So I personally think it's going to have to wait until spring, um, maybe even May. Get his feet under the table, get people used to the idea of this is Boris. And then, you know, he's got the gift, to be honest, of the of a fixed-term parliament as well. Um, now, obviously, you could call election any time yeah. you want because Labour will have to agree to it, um, just duty-bound. But... So I don't think there'll be an election this year, but I do think they know Labour are really, really weak. And a lot of Labour MPs that we've talked to and I've talked to are really worried that they could lose a lot of seats. Yeah, yeah. And are we saying 
Boris is a shoe in for it now. I mean, we did we did a we did a runners and riders piece this afternoon yeah. of who's who, who's in the frame, and you know we kind of talked to a couple of dark horses. You know, people yeah. like Stephen Crabb seems to have good form, and you know people liked that Ruth Davidson. Perhaps it's yeah. it's kind of too early for them. I and, mean, it's and basically Boris or or an anti Boris candidate. Is right, that what it's yeah. going to come down to? And Given that Boris will go in the top two, it's impossible to see constituency yeah. associations changing their mind about Boris. They love him because yeah. of his bravery about Brexit. And don't forget, if he hadn't been brave enough to step up to the plate, I don't think they would have won. I'm really yeah. convinced that he helped them win it. Um, yeah. You know, and and now it's a no-brainer. If, he, if if he's had that clout in Labour constituencies. Just imagine what damage he can do in Labour constituencies in a general election, not a yeah. referendum. Yeah. And that's why Labour, whoever they choose, if Jeremy Corbyn goes, if people talk about Keir Starmer, who might be quite interesting, Dan Jarvis, whoever they choose has got a massive fight on their hands against Boris. And do we think, we're kind of looping back again, but do we think kind of Corbyn is, is, is done for now? So we've got the PLP... I'm not sure he is done for. So we've, we've got, got the PLP got this on, process, mon- yeah. on Monday um, where... Uh, where um, it's it's all it's all kicking off. Or, yes. or we'll, we'll we'll all be kicking off. So. Well, there's a motion of no confidence, yeah. which is a very clever device, never used before. We're in brand new territory for the Labour Party. They don't do this yeah. stuff. Um, the motion of no confidence um, has the massive advantage. It doesn't have any practical impact on the leadership. It's not a leadership challenge. It's purely symbolic. But the big advantage it's got is it can be done in a secret ballot, and because. The Labour MPs will then go off to a room and sign a piece of paper and no one knows which way they voted so the Corbynistas in their constituencies can't have a go at them and pick them off and say, ah, you got rid of Jeremy. So we could see a landslide of no confidence again. You could see 80% of the PLP, 85%. Yeah, yeah. And th- the point, I'm told by the plotters of all that, is to say to Corbyn, look, do you really want to go through this? So this weekend, the threat is, look, on Monday, you could get absolutely murdered. Would you really want to go into a snap election with, you know, you saying 85% of my MPs don't want me? Now, on any normal planet, you'd say no, but Jeremy Corbyn doesn't inhabit a normal planet, as we know, a political planet. And he, I'm I'm pretty sure he'll dig in and say, yeah, all right, bring it on. And then, there's the next bit of the process, and I'm told that if, if he fails to do that, then he's been given sufficient warning, like a yellow card. Then he's given the red card of individual letters, 51 that are required for a formal leadership challenge yeah. that goes into the party general secretary, Ian McNichol. And if there's enough, he's got no choice. There will be a leadership challenge. Again, would he win that? I think he would, personally. I don't think whoever they put up against him would is going to win. Well, this but is because it, it would go back to go back it, to the members. It would go back to the members who, yeah, who won't have changed even nope. in the. They won't even have changed the... much. Now they might be a bit worried if the whole parliamentary party is against him. So a few might peel off, but a lot of them are going to dig in. We've seen a bit of this on social media today. They're sort of circling the wagons around yeah. Jeremy. You know, loads of people tweeting. His He's social got... media reach. Exactly. Is kind of, you know how many likes Jeremy gets. Yeah. So that was that shows. Fifty nine point nine percent. That's a figure you're going to see a lot time and time again. Fifty nine percent of the party voted for him. But um, I think his critics think, you, we'll, we'll go from first time, we might lose, you know, commit Harry Kerry, have a candidate up against him, but then we're going to come back for him again. And he may, he may be, he, he then got a, a snap election next year, he might lose that, um, but they might go for him even before that again. And does he want to do it? And this whole process, this idea of a motion of no confidence, the idea of a challenge, is all about saying to Jeremy, look, 
do you really want all this hassle? Yeah. Why don't you just step down, maybe hand it over to someone like McDonnell, see if he gives it a crack, and then it's game on. Because who knows, McDonnell could win, but yeah. uh, a lot of people who've gamed this say that the right candidate can beat McDonnell, and then it's really interesting. Yeah, and he's not Corbyn wouldn't automatically be on the ballot then if he was... I think he would, actually. He would be on th- the ballot. I, I'm pretty sure he would. But that's a bit of a grey area, isn't it? It is a grey area, but I'm pretty speeches, sure he'd get... Then? Even if he needed some nominations, yeah. I'm pretty sure he'd get them. Yeah. So that's Labour. The other thing that we're all worried about ahead of next weekend, and international listeners should be aware of this, is that, you know, the stock markets reopen on Monday. Uh, it's not just the PLP, believe it or not. And, yeah. and, um, and you know, suddenly we're in brand new territory. What happens? Do you, have you, will the pound be worth enough for you to go on holiday? You know, will, what happens to your, your stocks and shares? What happens to jobs that could be instantly shipped abroad? We've already seen Morgan Stanley today, so they're moving jobs out of London. Um, so Monday, what we're being told is that, you know, it, the government this weekend are just taking a breather, just sucking it in, absorbing the sheer shock of today and trying to prepare the ground for Monday. And George Osborne will have a key role in that just to sort of steady the ship. Big question is, you know, how long does he want to stay on? I'm not sure he'll be allowed to stay on for very long, but I think there's an appetite yeah. not to ruin the national interest in the short term. You know, they've got lots of time to sort out Brexit, yeah. and, you know, they could spend quite a few weeks before they have to get rid of, if not months, uh, George Osborne. I mean, he's, I mean, he's got to be toast, is not he, kind of longer term? He's I so mean, toast. I mean, he's, I mean, he's, you know, the, he he's was toastier the master. toast. Toast, <laughs> toast is a... Yeah, he, he's, really he's, is. he was... Um, because the idea that he's his master strategist as well, that's kind of oh, yeah. that's kind of disappeared as well. I mean, that, that's taking, t- taking a battering. So. Completely. Um, great. Well, look, we've, we've, we've kind of, there's only two of us. We've kind of taken you through about 15, 20 minutes there. And we probably could talk about it for three or four hours, but we'll spare you. Yeah. We'll spare you from all that. Um, thanks very much for listening. Um, and there's no stat of the week, sadly. There's no stat of the Not week. Not even a quiz no of the week, quiz. but you, you can't get two in one week. Come on. We've, no, do, we've exactly. done it already. Exactly. These are, these are kind of, this is an emergency podcast. This is, a, this is a national a national kind of public service we're doing here so um, thanks so much for listening um, we'll see you again next week and uh, best of luck in Brexit land everyone planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.